1: welcome back ladies and gentlemen i am your host blake Rafino. this is are you serious sports we hope that you're making it a good one we know that we are as well active watch party for the lsu lady tigers as they are taking on vanderbilt in nashville the number five ranked lsu tigers 25 and 1 taking on the vanderbilt lady commodores who are 3 and 11 and um conference play the currently the tigers are winning 29 to 16 so we'll be doing a little bit of a watch party also we will be talking a lot of lsu here tonight as we wrap up the week uh with our last show of the week before we hit the weekend so a lot that we need to get into uh here tonight tommy tanks is he going to be returning for the weekend a lot of a, a lot of positive signs uh so far uh, pointing towards uh him going into uh, this weekend for LSU as they take on Kansas State Iowa uh, as well looking to be uh, pitching their ace on Saturday against the number one LSU Tigers we'll touch on that in some LSU baseball as well uh recruiting update we will we will officially turn the page and turn the script uh, to 2024. LSU football recruiting. It's uh, LSU has a number of guys. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight five, six, seven, eight. Eight guys already committed, and some guys that we think that could pop if they're offered, and some guys that LSU is actively after in the recruiting realm. We will uh, touch on that uh, here tonight. Also, if you have any questions, thoughts, concerns, fire them inside the Rudy Crew chat, and we'll get to them. Uh, at least as much as we can uh, throughout the show uh, here tonight. Um, I can't read what my two producers are, are, are talking about in the chat, but they're not wrong, though. <laughs> <laughs> they're not wrong, though. Uh, so, soon, uh, I think you will find out what they uh, specifically are talking about. Good to have Pooh Bear in here. Good to have Zach. Uh, Pooh Bear, I'm going to bring you up. What's his shirt you got on? What's this shirt you got on, Pooh? Uh just says uh HBCUs are responsible for it and it's uh just gives the percentages of uh things they you know, HBCUs produce, you know, for the world. Uh, can we put one percent of coaches going to Colorado? Um that's like point too soon because, too soon, like I you know, no, just no, 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 because they I mean No, man. No comment. (laughs) All right. Pooh Bear's in the building. Going over to Zach. Zach, how was your Christmas retreat? It was good. Christmas? I mean, Christian retreat. It was good. Okay. Jit X, you better pay this man more money. That's all I know. He's amazing at what he does. All right. Let's get rolling. A couple of comments rolling into the show. Uh, D Smith says, Colin Simmons. Yes, we'll touch on Colin Simmons uh, in this recruiting update. Got to, uh, got to give our our, our guy, got to give our guy, um, Jamar Cain a little love on that one if he's able to pull that one in. You got to love it. You got to love it. Uh, Jeff Futch is Tommy T. Bomb time. Let's hope that he's able to go. I don't know if he's going to be in the field. He did feel some ground balls today. Jocks say posted some of those videos. We'll see. We'll see how that that it all plays out uh, throughout the weekend. Clay Phillips are uh, a Vandy man. Um says, what up, Blake? What's going on to you, Clay? Uh, Stephen Fry, our good friends over at Fry Construction, says, Tommy T, back in the building. Looks like it, man. It looks like it. Looks like he, he, he may be. Tyler Hall says, anywhere when Javen Coleman might make a return. Zach, I, 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 can, tell me if I'm wrong here. But Jay did, number one, did not give an update on Javin in reference to his time frame. And did not say if he was coming back this season. Now, Zach is our our, our baseball guru uh, on this topic. Um, but if I'm not mistaken, he has not given a timetable um, at all. He says, I hadn't heard a timetable. Zach, neither have I. Um, we'll see, man. We'll see. They need him. Now, when you got, uh, what's the kid's name? the kid from Oklahoma, the lefty it's not Ashberger. hold on. Hold on, I got it here somewhere. Why why it's it's um slipping my mind. Hold on, I got it. Uh Ackenhausen. Nate Ackenhausen, that's it. So more left-handed, more left-handed uh pitching, the better off you will be. Uh, Chad on YouTube says, said he was keeping him on the roster just in case he is able to return. Yeah, that's what he said. So basically just not giving a timetable on him, uh, in reference to when he will return. But if he does return, that'd be massive. But, you know, I, I think they'd have to work him back in here, uh, really slowly. Uh, Brandon Reese says getting Simmons from Duncanville, Texas, would be huge for B. Gay and Jamar Kane. is a 6'3, 225 pound edge rusher. I agree with that. And he's not going to be 225 wherever he signs. I think he'll be more like 230, 235, if not 240. Uh, D. Smith says if tanks play, you got to bench, uh, Nip Ben Neapol. I don't, I- I'm with you. Um, God, that's tough, man. That's tough. Um, because Ben's been hitting the ball really hard, you know, like he's, he, he's been getting the sweet spot on the bat a lot of times. I agree with you, right? Like, I like I, I'm with you and I agree. Um, it's going to be interesting. You know, the question I would have here is you've been rotating guys in left field, you know, like can, my question would ultimately be, can you put Gavin back in left if you absolutely need it? You know what I mean? Like And so if you're able to do that, so if you got tanks, because I I just don't think you can take Ben out of the lineup defensively. And he's just been hitting the ball really hard. Just so happens it's just been going to people, right? And so uh, Zach agrees. So I guess Jesus believes that I'm saying the right thing because Zach speaks for Jesus, and you don't want Jesus to be mad at you. So if that's the case, you know, I mean, Zach, Zach's eating, so I can't bring him up to talk. You, Zach, you're being fined every episode you eat backstage. You're like the, uh, uh, what's the guy from Rogan's show? What's his name? Jamie. Stop eating. <laughs> Just messing. Just messing. Um. You petty, 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 petty. <laughs> Uh, Pooh Bear says, Hey Blake, how's Jordan Thompson been doing? By the way, did y'all see the LSU gold today with Jordan Thompson? Wow. Wow. You know, it's so crazy because you, you know, LSU baseball fans talk so much shit about people, right? And uh, when you find out that literally the dude's knee, like he should not have been playing and continue to go out there and tough it out didn't make an error the last 12 games. I mean, dude, it's it's insane. It's insane. Uh if you find us for eating backstage, my fat ass is quitting. <laughs> Boycott TC. <laughs> Boycott TC Williams. okay i got my first union strike (laughs) y'all that's funny uh brandon reese also says i think this baseball team can be hard to beat going forward look i will admit uh, if lsu goes two of three this weekend i think it's massive dude this kid that i was got that's going on saturday um zach find his name for me um if you can I, I forget the kid's name. I thought I wrote it down in my notes, but I didn't. I think that he went like seven innings in his first appearance with ten Ks. I mean, looked really good. So he's up. Like he's like he's literally Paul Skeens, man. Like legitimately, uh, I think like multiple times uh, uh, this past weekend he touched a hundred like three or four times. It was in it was insanity. Um, So, yeah, I mean, you got a big challenge. You're just going to have to be focused, and you're going to have to get him deep into counts and just hope that he's not on his game. Uh, Brody Bresch, am I saying that right? Brecht? Brody Brecht? Yeah, that's him. That's him. So, yeah. Trey Patton, what's up, bud? He said no errors through four games. Knock on wood. I'm with you. He says if they can field 9-80, we'll be fine. I believe Miss State has committed 10 errors so far. Yeah, they've looked bad. Did y'all see the uh, antidextrous pitcher, though, they got? The kid, I forget his name as well, throwing right and lefty. He's got a 97-mile-an-hour fastball from the right side, a um, 94-mile-an-hour fastball from the left side. That is unreal. That is unreal. Uh, absolutely unreal. Uh, it, bro, they said, uh, I'm assuming Poor or Zach said, Brody went five innings pitched with 10 Ks and no base on balls. Man, that's insane. That's insane. So we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it in that tank segment. I am going to go on a very, uh, very, very quick um, rants. rant. Um, I didn't touch on this Brandon Miller thing from last night. Uh, we had some situation. My family, I, like I told you, my family just got back into town. they have been on vacation, so uh, we went after the game and LHU got their first win. Hopefully they can get their second win in a row uh, against Ole Miss on Saturday. Um, but it was good to see them. But I was unable to touch on the Brandon Miller stuff. Uh, I, this is getting out of hand. Like, I, I, I get it. I, like, I get it. But some of this stuff is, like, getting out of hand. Like, Clay Tra- – guys, I, I – I, I, look, I'm a- – Clay Travis can have whatever opinion he wants – but, like, making insensitive tweets, that dude is such a fucking bum. Like, oh, that's a killer shot. Boom, boom. And he's doing like this. Like, the insensitivity that that dude has because, and someone lost their life. Like, dude, I pray to God you would come in my face and start saying stupid shit like that. Like, we're just going to have to clip this and, and at Trey at. Clay Travis, look, it's what Brandon Miller did, probably really bad. Although I don't know all the facts, yes. But what Clay Travis is doing, saying killer shot on Twitter, is just is it, like you're supposed to be above reproach, right? Like you're supposed to be above that, not being petty on Twitter. Like when you talk about stuff like that, like your pe- I'll just use this as Rafino's rants. Like the, the pettiness that Clay Travis is showing. And all of this, like, oh, so a Tennessee fan, a Tennessee man is showing his absolute pettiness by saying like killer shot, like tweeting at, oh, that's a killer shot by Brandon Miller. Dude, he did not kill anybody. He did not pull the trigger and kill anybody. His attorneys, which I know that you don't have a legal background, and I challenge Clay Travis to come on this show and let's debate it legally because I think you need to find out my history before you would even want to do that. But you need to to be able to assimilate and disseminate, I should say, what it is that the facts are. His, his attorneys came out with a completely different statement from what the police said. If you would actually have read the court transcripts, the detective in Tuscaloosa says, we believe keyword believe that he was the one that blocked him in then you got brandon miller's attorney saying that they could confirm with video evidence that he did not block in the victim's vehicle and that was ge- and gave the the suspects the property out of his car and left via video evidence so before you start saying and, and not letting due process play out you piece of Dog crap. Why don't you figure stuff out before you start taking facts from attorneys on Twitter but, and just do your job? Like, you're the main reason Greg Schiano didn't get hired at uh, Tennessee. Like, we're old enough to remember that. Killer shot tweeting that on, tweeting that. Like, the insensitivity. it's unreal. Like you got, I know that a lot of people don't agree with me that of what this douche canoe does. And you like clay Travis and everything that he talks about, but clay Travis is nothing but a douche canoe. Sometimes like somebody lost their life. You're blaming Brandon Miller for it. And then you make mockery of it. It, it, It's insanity. Insanity. All right. We are at halftime. Of the Lady Tigers basketball game, guys, if you are watching it, just let us let me know when they come out of half. Uh, as it's forty to twenty-three, LSU at the halftime as they try to go twenty-six and one um, this season. Clay oh, H on YouTube says Clay has never let the truth get in the way of his message. Bingo, bingo. So I I I, ch- I challenge, and guys, I'm going to clip this. I challenge Clay Travis. To come on the show and look, it benefits me none to talk about this Brandon Miller situation where we're on this specific show, an LSU podcast or and radio show, and uh, eventually TV show. But reg- regardless of w- what our affiliations are with LSU and our love for him, you have to understand and bel- like, just be a normal human being for once. Like be a normal human being. This guy going out there and and saying things that aren't facts when his attorneys came out and you not reading court transcripts, literally we have right here. I even printed it out like we have it of the police officer, the detective saying we believe you can't say that we believe in court. It's either facts or opinion and opinions not allowed in court. Pass the bar exam, why don't you? Oh, wait, you think that you did? Well, then how do you not remember that? It's the first thing you learn in law school. The first thing that you learn. (sighs) Lamar Williams says, what's that name again? Douche Canoe. (laughs) But his name's Clay Travis. All right um D Smith says Blake we all know that Clay plays ball like a girl you play ball like a girl Clay who hey. hey. uh, a couple more before we get rolling uh, yes we did have a scheduling conflict with Joe we'll have to go to the SEC show at 8 it's just been a stupid week but he says he's ready for it yep <sighs> Joe's getting his nails done. Uh, D Smith says, you put Dugas in left and you sit Braden or Pearson. Braden. I mean, you're going to take Braden Joe Bear out of right? Guys, I'm not taking Joe Bear out. I I mean, I'm not taking Joe Bear out. He's absolutely killing the ball right now. Yeah, you got to either sit, you got to sit Pearson. You got to sit clean which I know that I know that Jay said, you know, he doesn't want to sit clean, but yeah. All right, we'll do this. Since we already did the Rufino's rants, we'll go to recruiting, LSU football recruiting right after, and then we'll go talk about some Tommy Tanks. But let's do this. Everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share to all of those Facebook groups. So many of you listening to us live right now on Facebook. Stop, collaborate, and listen. Hit the like and share all those groups, all those social media pages. If you're listening to us on YouTube, trying to still give away the $200, still trying to do it, do us a favor. Me and Joe are trying to do this. So go to Rafino and Joe so, write, like, subscribe, notification bell, all that stuff. Subscribe to AYO Sports for your chance to win. Wherever you listen to podcasts, we are now, guys, I forgot to tell you all this, um, in the top 200 podcasts in sports. How about that? We're coming for everybody. Coming <laughs> Anywhere you listen to podcast rate review and subscribe. Yes, I know Pauls. I know. Give me to a break, Zach. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events with the first-to-market odds in lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, eSports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live, in-game betting, props, and futures. Head on over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's BELIEVE50, V five zero to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag, betonline.ag. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Vardo and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, mono chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales, no job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you and then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs right then. Again, GM Varno and Sons, go see them over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard. Give them a call at 225-664-9992. 225-664-9992. Tell them you're a your good friend. Blake Rafino Sit you on by. Yes, Rick, thank you. Uh, we're coming. We're coming. So, we'll see. Continue to like, subscribe. So, when I say that, it that's why I say it. It's a big deal. That's why you need to go like the go, uh, wrong Golden Boot and Tiger's half. Go do it, man. If you hadn't rate, reviewed, and subscribed, you're a Rudy Poo. Ain't that right, guys? They're Rudy Poohs? Even though Zach didn't have me in his uh, in his hype video. Pooh, like Pooh Bear would have... If Pooh Bear did a hype video for, like, any kind of sport, you know who would have had me in, had me in it? Pooh. You know who didn't have me in theirs? Zach. Oh, that's your blank. Anyway. All right, so let's talk about some little, a little LSU football recruiting before we get to baseball and baseball weekend. So, look... If you've been a part of the message board, if you've subscribed, we I greatly, greatly appreciate you doing that. Uh, we continue to welcome new people. We continue to welcome you and glad to have your interaction. But as I told them, and I'll tell you now, it, it, we are waiting a little bit. We were waiting a little bit because of the portal to make sure that LSU was completely done as of right now to turn the page to 2024. But now I think it's really good time to really start locking in and focusing on uh, this 2024 class, and I'll tell you why. Now, LSU has guys already committed, and you're going to see a little bit of a trend here when we name them off. Maurice Williams from Texas, Colin Hurley, the really talented quarterback. We've had him on our show before. If you haven't uh, 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 listened to him, I highly suggest that you go find our interview with him. Uh, on AYS, especially on YouTube. Listen to how the young man conducts himself. It's fantastic. Out of the state of Florida, JoJo Stone out of Georgia. Uh, uh, Tavion Galloway, tight end out of Ohio. Zion Ferguson out of Georgia. Xavier Atkins, uh, I guess you can say out of Texas now. No telling where that's going at the current moment if you follow him on Twitter. Uh, Wallace Foster, DB from Louisiana, And Kay Lee, the interior offensive lineman from Louisiana as well. So, look, you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight guys that are already committed, give or take. Now, you're going into the spring. You're going into the summer. Now, LSU will be hosting people into – or be hosting a lot of people in this 2024 class starting as early as next week on March the 4th. But – I think it's interesting to make note here how LSU treated the last recruiting cycle to how I think they're going to do in this one. If you remember last year when Brian Kelly took over in this 2023 class, you had a lot of guys starting to commit. Yes, a little bit. Some, especially in Louisiana, the higher ranked guys like Zalance Hurd, uh, Ricky Collins, uh, Zl- uh, did I say Zalance Hurd? So Zalance Ricky Collins, Shelton Sampson, all before the beginning of the season, like like right like before their season, maybe a little bit into their season, whatever it may be. And Louisiana still, like it normally does, still has a lot of guys that are on the radar inside the state of Louisiana. You got like really good tight end Tredez Green out there in the Felicianas. You got Tylen Singleton, Don McKinley, Wardell Mack. Uh, uh, Coach Cobbins, uh, Demarion Johnson, Deshaun McBride. Let me start right there right quick on Deshaun McBride. I- I- I've seen Deshaun McBride play, and I know that he he's in a situation where he's gotten offers from like Vanderbilt, Mississippi State, uh, and Missouri, but I think that kid is ultimately going to get him an LSU offer, and he deserves it. He's probably one of the best DBs in Louisiana in the 2024 class, and in my opinion, if he's not the best ball hawk, Uh, In Louisiana in this class, I've made it well-known on this show and to other people and people inside that building. I think that LSU needs to take Deshaun McBride. Uh, I've seen him twice. I've gone to a lot of high school games. I thought he was the best safety. He's the best safety on my board, Um, even with Tylen Singleton. I think that they're they're one-two, a one-two punch uh, when it comes to being at that safety position, and both guys have about the same amount of height, the same amount of weight on them, about six two, 6'2", about 195 to 200 pounds. But Deshaun McBride, I got to give you—I gotta give this young man this. He had nine interceptions this past year uh, against Ruston. He doesn't play offense. He comes in at wide receiver. Reese Mooney throws him a fade in the back of the end zone. He mosses two dudes uh, in the back of the end zone. I really hope that LSU offers that kid. Uh Sandy Lewis is another guy that might be a senior eval uh, for LSU and Ahmad Bro, the edge rusher who absolutely wrecked shop against Zachary uh from the from Rustin uh, high school. And he's got a really good D-line coach when it comes to Kyle Williams. Look, I, I think you gotta get two thirds of these guys, right? I think you gotta you gotta lock down Green, Singleton, McKinley, Mack, Cobbins, Johnson, McBride. Like I, I think you got to do a lot of that, and then where you're, you might be a little top heavy in the state this year, where you had a lot of great prospects last year. Your LSU, I know this for a fact, is going to be going outside of the state and going and getting guys like Colin Simmons, just like they did with Deshaun McBride. I mean Deshaun McBride, Deshaun Womack. Now, what's interesting. Guys, who's the last player from out of state that's a five-star that LSU went and got? If you can remember inside the chat, fire it off. When is the last time that LSU went outside of their state and pulled in a five-star? Do you remember? Because I do, and I'm waiting for you. Can you answer it? I might send somebody a shirt for the first person who answers it in the chat, there it is. Chris H says, Eli Ricks. So, when did Eli Ricks commit? 2019. So, 2019, 2020, 2021, 2022, and now you're to the, now you're to the 2023 class. Eli Ricks committed, committed in 2019. Technically, he was in the 2020 2020 class so let's say 2020 2021 2022 and now you're on 2023 it took brian kelly's first real recruiting class for you to go outside the state for you to go outside the state and get an elite five-star can they do the same with colin simmons i think lsu is going to do what they do best and it's always the same playbook Go outside and get a lot of great talent from outside the state, and then start locking down the in-state recruits, guys. It's exactly what they did. Exactly what they did a year ago to date. I went to the uh, I went to the show that we we did about it. Oh, well, Jalen Brown was not a five star. They put him down, but yes, I mean it would still been in the same class though. Would have still been in the same class. So my, my, my point is you've gone four years without going outside the state and getting you a five-star. I guess you could put Harold Perkins uh, in that, but I don't, I, I will be honest. I did not put Harold Perkins in that because he's from Louisiana. Okay. So maybe I'm cheating. Maybe I'm cheating, but a kid that's lived here a long time. And it says I'm coming back home and it's from new Orleans. I really didn't put Harold Perkins in there. I'm talking about like a true guy that didn't have any ties, wasn't from, didn't move. Uh, from Louisiana. Either way, my point being, I went to the show that we did a year ago today, um, and you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy is it's the same exact thing that LSU did. They had a couple kids from Louisiana that were already committed. They went out of state and got a lot of guys. You know, like we did Womax commitment video here on AYS and. All of a sudden, once they were done getting a lot of kids from out of state, you know what they did? They legitimately started locking the state down. I'm not saying that you should expect some news here in the recent future, but I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised. Because if history teaches ourselves, you know who else did this? Brian Kelly. Now, Brian Kelly did this at Notre Dame, and he would go out to 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 the East Coast, the West Coast, and then he would try to pull in these guys. And all of a sudden, he would start locking into the Midwest. Same philosophy that you're seeing here, and it's a what great way to do things. Now, if you talk to people that are inside that building, I know what they will tell you. What they will tell you is that they believe that they're going to have a top two class and that they're not going to be number two. They feel that good about this class. The way that you do that and the core nucleus that you have to have, that core nucleus is going to be guys like Tre'Dez Green. Can you pull in Ty, uh, Ty Singleton when now that he has a new coaching staff that doesn't hate LSU, Don McKinley, Wardell Mack, Coach Cobbins, Damarion Johnson, Deshaun McBride, hopefully, hopefully, you get that core nucleus of guys inside of this class. Guys, you're cooking with grease. You're, 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 you're cooking your fried chicken and amazing grease here. Like, you might be in that top three, top four class yet again. But, yes, you got to go out and get Colin Simmons. I think Jamar Kane is going to work on that. I think he's going to do a good job there. But you know what's one thing, guys, that we have not even talked about? We haven't even talked about going out and getting interior and exterior offensive line. It's another thing that Brad Davis is going to have to do. Now, look, you got Kaylee or or Kylie out of New Orleans, the New Orleans area. That's fantastic. He's a good interior offensive lineman. But this is where Brian Kelly shines. And now, as we start turning this page, right? Like, as we start turning this page over. From the 2023 class to the 2024 class, I just want to make it well-known with Brian Kelly and you having a guy that has consistently and historically recruited that offensive line at a a historic pace, this is where he makes that paycheck. Because you got, this is what, this is your top guys in Louisiana. Tight end, safety, D-line, DB, edge, D-line, DB, linebacker, edge. Does that sound familiar? Does that not sound familiar? Because that's normally what it always is. You're going to have to go outside and get some more defensive and offensive linemen. The way that you win national championships, ask Georgia what they're doing. They're loading up on both sides of the ball when it comes to interior and exterior linemen. This is where you're going to have to make your paycheck. Now you're already in the top 3 in this recruiting class, but things change very quickly. I think LSU's going to start making some waves, man, in recruiting. And I think you're going to see that the the narrative that was around Brian Kelly when it came to recruiting, I don't I, I don't guys, I got to be real with you. As LSU starts their collective, which all God, I will be truthful with you and I've already told you this, has already been in place to some standards. Ask LSU baseball how that's going. To some standards, you got to admit that, look, LSU is about to be a force to be reckoned with. I believe that. You can say, well, Blake's drinking the Kool-Aid, and that's fine, and I get that. You can say that I'm drinking the Kool-Aid, but if they end up with another top three, four class, guys, with Brian Kelly at the helm as the head coach, I'm expecting playoffs and busts from here on out. If you can do this with the 2024 class, there won't be a lot more excuses that you can be continuously given. I think they might do it this year, but I think you understand what I'm saying. He's building something, man. He's building something. Brandon Reese says, I hope that we keep Wardell Mack home. He's 5'11", 170 from Marrero. I wonder what position... Uh, he will play. Look, they got him listed at DB. it be interesting to see. I agree with you what position he does play. Uh, uh, what he does, you can never have too many wide receivers. You can never have too many DBs. Whatever that young man wants to do, let him do it. Let him do it. He's that talented. But again, LSU in Louisiana is never short of getting skill players at a very elite level. What I will tell you is, is, like I mentioned, Went to the episode from a year ago today, and you're sitting here and you're asking yourself, and and you remember, I, I know Pooh Bear remembers this. I don't know if Zach was was with us full time completely yet, but I know that Pooh Bear remembers this. Pooh, remember the conversations that we were having a year ago in reference to, oh my god. Brian Kelly, recruiting's, you know, dead. We're not doing anything. We don't have kids committed. Louisiana's not being locked down. And it was around the same time that Derrick Williams would be starting to trend elsewhere. And everybody's freaking out. And everybody's saying, oh, what's happening? We don't know what's going on. And all of a sudden, what do you do? Fourth of July, you go get Womack. You go get Jalen Brown. You go get a lot of explosive players. And you start locking the state down. Newsflash to you. Archman, now that it's over and done with, and you can kind of calm down and see the forest through the trees, guys. You weren't getting Eli Holstein, which, which is so funny, by the way. And I'm going to come back to that. You don't get Eli Holstein. He was never coming here. Arch Manning was never coming here. And Derek Williams, unfortunately, it was what it was. I hope that the kid hits the portal and comes home. But I do think it's interesting. I do think it's interesting, and we live in the moment so many times when it comes to recruiting. That's so why I always say don't freak out, man. We will let you know when it's time to panic. Right now and even then was not the time to panic. Isn't it funny, though? <clears throat> isn't it funny that Zach say was here for that? I love it. Uh, what? Isn't it funny, though, that Eli Holstein doesn't come to LHU because of the Walker Howard beef, and now Walker Howard's not here anymore? Isn't that comical? Isn't that funny? Just how things constantly work like that. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, Roderick Dugas says you got to coin the phrase "trust BK." <clears throat> yeah, you do. Chris H says Holstein avoided Walker Howard and then Walker Howard moved on. So true. So true. Uh, will fans blame Walker like they blamed? Never mind. Blame too. But you're right. But blame too. there it is <laughs> no they won't no they won't by the way y'all saw jay daniels is on the heisman watch list hmm. it's so wild to me that you never mind never mind I- i'm not going I- i'm not going there I'm not going there. Danny Edling. Danny Edling. That's all I'm going to say. You know what? I am going to talk about it. Guys, LSU's been so bad at quarterbacks for such a long time. Such a long time. You can even go back to 2021. 2020. Okay? You got Miles Brennan tripping over flip-flops. Hurting his oblique. Oh it's a it's a surgery no one's ever seen before. Dog come on. Come on. Think about that for a minute. Then you're in a situation where you're throwing in two true freshmen, TJ uh, Finley and then you got Max Johnson. Both of them can't bust a grape to save their life. Garrett Nussmeyer comes in against Arkansas, does, look, looks horrible. Let's call it what it is. Looks really bad. Jane Daniels comes in, gives Garrett Nussmeyer time to prepare and get ready and adapt and mature, and then obviously Garrett did what he did against Georgia. He did what he did against Purdue. He looks really good. Let's call it what it is. You're getting mad over uh, uh, over such silly silly shit. and one LSU fan that's somewhat prominent on Twitter, somewhat prominent, okay? He only hates him because of reasons you know why. Because he doesn't want to be wrong. Well, he's wrong. So I I mean you you get to that situation I mean come on man but he's on the Heisman watch list I might throw five dollars down I might throw five five dollars down to that uh, Kevin Forshey says winning breeds recruiting so true so true but you keep winning and they'll keep uh, keep coming <clears throat> you know what's funny with that though to Kevin's point LSU went five and five and six and six and had top five recruiting LSU wakes up out of bed from a football perspective. I cannot be convinced otherwise because of the way that they recruit. They wake up out of bed every year, a six win team. Some years they wake up out of bed with the talent that they have as an eight win team. Your coaching staff is what pushes you over that top. Okay. BK was worth the three wins that most coaches are 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 are, are four. The guys that you surround yourself with, and you know what's even more funny? I don't hear a soul, not a soul around Louisiana Louisiana talking about Billy Napier. Now, me and me and Joe, my counterpart, guys, I think he's coming in eight. Uh, pause. I think he's coming in eight minutes to before we go to that show. But nobody's talking about him. Nobody. All right. See, LSU girls have um guys, y'all have a score update by chance? Um, I do not. My it froze. Looks like that they're, they're in a timeout. But look, but uh Chris H says Angel Reese with another double double. Dude, she's so freaking good. 50 38 LSU. Mmm. Mm. mm. Guys, put, tell me y'all's thoughts really quickly. Do y'all, I'd like that they kind of already played and lost to South Carolina. Instead of like having to play them in like the SEC tourney or God forbid, like an elite eight, I'm actually okay with that. I mean, if you're going to lose, you know. Uh, Roger do says JD five quote unquote runs too much. Doesn't trust his wide receiver. Doesn't throw picks too protective of the ball. Shaking my head. That looks like stupidity. Yeah. Uh, this is the true statement of the night. You might end up playing South Carolina three times. That's true. SEC tournament. And you might even get meet him in the final four. Right? <laughs> that is insane. I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. South Carolina's not going to be in three times. I don't think South Carolina's going to beat them three times. You know how difficult it is to beat the same team three times? Now, is it is it doable? It, can South Carolina do it? Hell yeah, they can do it. Don Staley's got that thing rolling. Rolling. I don't think they're going to beat them three times. Watch them win and beat them in the SEC championship game and lose on a 5-4. God, I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have said that. But, yeah, it was a great wake-up call. Great wake-up call. Cat uh, Clark says same. We will meet them in the final four if we do play them the way it's projected. Well, and 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 two, and and, and another and another thing. Um, LSU, I, Zach, is LSU projected as a two seed? I think they're projected as a two seed, Jeff. Uh, says haters going to hate. I'm going to sit, sip and smile watching JD five, uh, Anthony B saints. We mentioned this last night. I I guess we'll go back over. It It says, will neighbors face any disciplinary actions? I don't believe so. Um, maybe he'll run a little bit, let him run, get it out of his system. Don't have a gun. Don't get arrested. I, I, I think a lot of people are make overreacting. Um, to it a little bit Trey Patton says Do the, does the women's team have enough offense to make the final four run with uh, besides Reese and Morris I mean uh, Prussia says and I agree with him floje has got to go off floje has got to have at least 15 I agree with Pressure. I think that's a fantastic take Pressure's not wrong you got he, she's got to have at least at minimum 15 I'm with you there Alright, let's do this. Let's take a very quick break and then we'll transition to baseball. Tommy Tanks is back. Is he? Talk about it next. Let's talk about a good friend, uh, uh, Carol Foss over at State Farm. We're back in 45 seconds and then we'll talk some more LSU and then we'll go over the Rufino and Joe show at 8. Joe, Joe DeLeon with, with us at 7.50. Guys, you might know my good friend, Carol Foss and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with a great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985 395 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there and individual premiums will vary by customer All applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. We're back! Zach, inside the chat, how many at-bats do you think it takes for Tommy Tanks to hit a bomb? I'm going to say six. No, that's too much. I'm going to say two. Second at-back, he's going yaya against Kansas State. If he plays five, okay. Okay. Uh, Brandon Reese says, On3Sports has the top five SEC coaches Sabin, Kirby, BK, Kiffin, and Heupel. Do you agree with that? Let me reread this. Uh, On3Sports has the top five SEC coaches as Sabin, yes, Kirby, yes, BK, yeah, Kiffin. Hmm. I would say something, but I would get absolutely railroaded. Absolutely railroaded if I said it. No, not Beamer. Beamer's like a youth pastor. That's why you love him so much, Zach. He's uh, you know, he I I I in a past life, Shane Beamer was a was a youth pastor, and he was the one that goes, praise the one who paid my debt and Raises life up from the dead. He's the youth pastor that tucks the front of his shirt into his, like his, uh, his Hollister belt buckle. You know what I mean? He's that guy. Yeah. I love me some, I love that song, man. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie, Zach. I love that song. Oh, praise the one who paid my debt. Name that song. Up from the dead. Uh, But back to this, I'm going to say a name that I might put in there. I mean, God, he sucks right now, though. That's why I'm not I don't want to do it. I mean, do you put Jimbo in there? I mean, Jimbo's got a natty. Jimbo's got a natty. But they suck right now, though. They sunk they stink. Paid it all is the correct answer. I'm gonna test your knowledge. What does Romans 5-6 say? Um Doug Ray says Napier L M A O. Yeah, Billy. Look, man, Billy, Billy is in immense, immense trouble. He's he's in immense trouble. I, I we'll talk about that in a Rufino and Joe show. So listen, at at the end of this. At the end of this, go over on YouTube, or if you're on Facebook, you can stay here at AYS. Um, we'll be going live talking some SEC football. Uh, Billy Napier is going to be our main uh, topic uh, here tonight. Uh, Napier better win A games or Gator fans or run him out of town. I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. All right, let's talk some LSU baseball, though, before we, we uh, get out of here. Uh, Tommy Tank's returning. I think it's a big deal. Zach, did you see that? Um, did you see that Paul Skeens was taking BP today? I, I, I told Mike Detelier this last night. Um, so Mike Detelier had me on a show on WWL last night, and we were just talking some LSU baseball. Zach, I'm of the opinion that there's going to be a part in this season where Paul Skeens is not pitching. Like, there's going to be a day that, like, if you get into a regional or SEC tournament or, hell, when you get into the SEC, if not even before, that I think Jay's going to be in a, in a scenario where maybe you're up by one, runner on second. You're down by one with a runner on second. And they're legitimately going to have to take Paul Skeens and let him pitch it right? Like he's that good. So him taking BP constantly. I love look as this being the last show of the week, LSU will play before you, we, me and you talk next or, uh, so let me just say this. I'm, I'm just wanting LSU to, to win the weekend, right? Take two a three. You got a tough matchup and a tough pitcher on Saturday in Iowa. The Brody kid who's, who's touching a hundred constantly, Can LSU beat him? Yes. Do I think he can get through the lineup three times in a row? No. Especially not being unscathed. But nevertheless, nevertheless, I I just want you to go in there and win the weekend. That's all that I want. I do think it's dumb that we got to pay $25 to D1 baseball for the weekend package. I don't like that. I, I mean, I hope that the call is good. The cameras better be good. They better have a top-notch um, uh, 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 thing this weekend or they're going to get absolutely roasted by me. But at the end of the day, man, it's 25 bucks. If you, it, you know. <clears throat> but it, it, what's so wild, though, <clears throat> to watch sports these days, you got to pay multitudes of dollars just to watch it. <clears throat> so, yeah. All right. Joe DeLeon is with us. Let me get to a couple of quick uh, comments, and we're going to bring him in. Shane says, are we going to get everyone's ace? I don't believe so. This old vet says, keep preaching. Someone pass the hat for the preacher. Oh, praise the one who paid my debt. Blaine Smith says, I'd take Billy as an assistant all day. Get out of here. He's not going to come here as an assistant, dude. He was begging for local radio shows to to uh, promote him to get higher. Now that you didn't even interview him, he's Billy Napier's in trouble right now. He's lost three dudes. All right, so we do have the Ruffino and Joe show next. Are, are you ready to go, Joe? I mean, I mean, you, you look like you're okay. I mean, what are you doing?
0: I'm just, I'm just trying to get organized. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Well, so we I'm do have the
0: Rafino Joe show
1: coming up in seven minutes.
0: Um, were you just on WWL? Uh I was. I forget which which host it was. My, was it Mike <laughs> detelier I want to say it is. Does he have a co host?
1: Yeah, the Saints uh besides Drew Brees, the Saints all time leading passer. Bobby Abear.
0: Yes, it's that show. It's that show. It's okay, that show. so. Did my man,
1: Mike Dettulia, come out the gates talking trash? Because we we're going to have issues down here in the bayou.
0: <laughs> no, no. He, uh, he yeah, off the jump, he's like, what, what's it like working with Blake? How, how's that going? I, obviously, I had nothing but positive things to say. I teased the show coming up as well. I made sure to tease the show. So, um, it's funny. It's the only show that's led me in as co host of Rufino and Joe Show. Everyone else has been, you know, draft, NFL draft, and he he led me in as that, which is funny. <laughs>
1: I don't know how to put this. You're a big deal? No, you're a big deal now, man. I mean, oh. WWL Radio goes across the
0: entire Southeast worldwide, actively across the entire Southeast. It's it's the second time I've done it. I did it once during bowl season, and then now they had me on to talk a little bit about the draft. But probably one of the more entertaining discussions that I was My on Mike D's for, the we- best, man. Oh, he's fun.
1: Give him a topic. He'll be there for an hour, and you can sit there, and you'll <laughs> listen to all of it. He's come out with a draft book for about 20 years, and the accuracy is kind mm. of uncanny um, uh, as well. Joe, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you love Brian Kelly now that you're on an L- official oh, LSU oh, show? Oh,
0: oh, this is why you wanted me to come on on early. You wanted me to to, to set me up here to to put me on the spot. On a scale of one to ten,
1: if you say five. anything below a five, I swear to God, you're fired. Yeah,
0: I give him, I'll give him a five because uh, as a Notre Dame fan, I enjoyed him. I enjoyed his his presence as the head coach, and he did produce some successful seasons for Notre Dame. Yeah, him think? Leaving, it's like having an ex girlfriend who leaves, but you still have feelings for her, you know. It's like you're oh, mad so you at do, her, you do
1: ultimately love him. You'll always Facebook stalk him, kind of deal
0: exactly like you're paying it especially when do you stalk you know do
1: you stalk ex-girlfriends on facebook
0: i only have one ex-girlfriend
1: so <laughs> I, <laughs> all right really quickly really quickly Yeah. uh marty biaggi you know anything about him no okay he was a special teams analyst at notre dame in 2016 that year y'all went Oh, forward. that's who
0: they hired to replace no not yet not yet speculated
1: speculated I just didn't know and I didn't even ask you off the cuff so you not knowing anything is fine with me I mean he's at Ole Miss currently but I know that he was at Notre Dame that year that everything fell off the rails and everybody wanted to fire Brian Kelly but he just had a lot going on that year so I didn't know if he knew anything about Marty all right so we will be doing the Rafino and Joe show next um want to tease him a little bit Joe what we're talking about
0: yeah, we got a lot of a lot of Florida Gators and the timing of it was funny because I remember last show you brought up like, "Oh, I want to I want to talk about Billy Napier. I want to go in on Billy Napier and we kind of get the positioning to do that because they're losing their defensive coordinator. The new guy that they hired is is really young. He's 29 years old and he's going to be the defensive coordinator doesn't really have much of a track record or a background at any big programs really. So, I know that we're going to dive deep on that can that produced positive results. They also lost two other coaches, though, which is pretty pretty sticky. And I am I know that there's a lot to cover with that. Uh, separate from that, though, we're, we're going in on Kenny Dillingham, too. And to tease that, I'm, I don't know about you, man. I'm not that excited about Kenny Dillingham next year.
1: We'll talk about Kenny Dillingham. You know he's 30. You know he's my age. We're like our birthdays are like the same, which is so wild that he's running a Power 5 program.
0: Dude, he got yanked from i was doing my background notes on him he got yanked uh, as a high school offensive coordinator and mike norvell hired him as a 21 year old yeah like, so about crazy. that
1: anything that goes on in high school football i always take with a grain of salt yes uh, okay Arizona like high school football right uh, look so he literally had the sixth ranked offense in the country last year at oregon and Dan Laney was not calling any of that offense. Joe, they were 10th yeah. in scoring at 38.8 points per game. So, And, and you know, it's so crazy. Oregon fans are like, Kenny Dillingham sucked at the end of the year. You were giving up an average of 35 points a yeah, game. So, shut defense. up.
0: Right. Well, and so. you, the one thing, too, and I know that we're going to get into it the other show, but for what he had work to work with, like – he had a good offensive He had really Bo Nix and a
1: packet of catch-ups, what he had.
0: No receivers, no running backs. I can't name a single receiver that was in that receiving group. I'm going to be straight blunt here. There's no draft prospects on that offense. Bo Nix is Bo Nix. For him to, to turn him into a, a Heisman possibly winning quarterback at one point, there was a debate that if they made it to the playoff that he might be a Heisman uh, finalist. you got to give him credit. He's a good offensive mind. I don't know if he's a good head coach, though. He might yeah. be too young
1: for we'll it. We'll talk about that, and I'm going to go off on Billy Napier. This is getting out of control. Somebody's got to say it. Somebody's got to say. It. Somebody's oh, got to be the, the adult in the room. That's going to be me. All right. I can't
0: wait.
1: So go to the Rafino and Joe Show on YouTube, or stay here if you're on Facebook at AYS. And we're going to go and talk some SEC and some college football. Until then, until Saturday, on for both shows, Rafino and Joe Show. Actually, Joe, we yeah, we're we're good to go Saturday. I thinking about it being a dad for just like 20 seconds okay. so i was like i got kids oh wait my mom's <laughs> coming over you know whatever all right so go over to Rafino and joe's show we will see y'all there till then see you saturday peace
0: this is the story of the one as a maintenance engineer he hears things differently to the untrained ear everything on his shop floor might sound fine but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
1: You know, when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks, that's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel.